Hey guys, my name's James. And I'm Corwin. And welcome to This Movie's Gay. Do I just say my name's James or a hey, James? Oh, fuck me. Uh, <laughs> hey, James, my name. Uh, we are off to it right now. We're doing good. As I have discussed with Corwin, I'm streaming a lot on YouTube, especially in the past few days, to the point where in an Unreal Tournament stream, there is a level, and I was like reading the descriptions of each level, you know, to like immerse ourselves in the backstory. And the level's name, I go, Condemned. It's Condemned, guys. I am so sorry. I couldn't read Condemned. It's bad. I mean, that is literally a skill that I went to school to do, and even I mess up sometimes. What, to cold read? Yes, that is literally a highly sought-after skill. Hey, guys, I don't have that skill. (laughs) You can learn about it when I try to read intros and summaries on mostly speaking sentences. That's not even cold reading, because you've seen that stuff yeah but well, I, it sort of is cold reading but you've like you wrote that stuff that you are reading yeah i get so oh, it's yeah. not even cold that's just reading james yeah but i completely forget it <laughs> cold reading is me picking up some random thing and then doing it uh let me cold read this easy sell component to hdmi scalar converter hdmi output that's all it said. I was expecting it to have like <laughs> stuff on the back, like, hey, this is when it was made. Here's a copyright. I don't know. Uh, Corwin, I got some news to settle. To settle? I get on Facebook yesterday, Corwin. Okay. What have I done? And to my surprise, I'm like, whoa, there's a four piece podcasting uh, dinner date going on, but it was made a three piece one because. Amanda and Warren were there. Those are two people in a podcast. And Corwin's there. Where's his podcast co-host? Um, that was not anything to do with the podcast. It was cooking with Corwin, which is the thing that I do with friends. Oh, and my. I have offered to cook with you and you have turned me down. I never turned you down. We can go in. We were talking about making the fried tofu. Yeah, I was talking about making fried tofu and you're like, you don't have to do that. Yeah, I'm because like, okay, I don't want I to. Then. But that's me being nice. That's my Midwestern sensibility. I, you're going to have to get over your Midwestern sensibility. I'm a busy person, James. Are you? I know you are. <laughs> if I'm offering something, you gotta take me up on it. If you say no, we don't have to, I'm gonna be like, all right, peace, got other plans. I see Warren and Amanda on the second, and you better believe I'm gonna harass them as well. Warren and Amanda and I have been trying to hang out and cook dinner together since I was in Mackers. Like, it has been a long time. In Mackers? Macbeth. Oh. You said Mackers. Is yeah. that what you call it? Yeah, because okay. you're not supposed to say that oh. title in the theater. Okay, so, okay. like, since I'm always in the theater, we just call it Mackers. So, yeah, since I was in Macbeth, we have been trying to have dinner together. So, when I was in Macbeth, we hung out and went and watched The Farewell together. And after that, we are like, all right, the next time we hang out, since they got me tickets to that movie and they bought me popcorn and, and drink... And I just felt so loved and so warm. And I'm like, all right, I owe you a dinner. I need to, like, cook for you. And it has not happened. And it it has been a very long time. So it finally happened the other day. And, uh, yeah, Warren and Amanda posted about it. So if you want to see pictures of me cooking, 
There they are. I could also throw them on the Instagram. I'm going to straight up tell them, like, next time they post something like that, normally you make it public. You make it for friends. But you can choose on Facebook what friends don't get to see it. Just I'm not going to check me. Just check me so I'm not here streaming by myself, just crying, saying, Corwin, Amanda Warren, why? (laughs) What'd you guys make? We made chicken tortilla stew. Yeah, see, I, I could have picked out the chicken. I would have been fine. You wouldn't have been able to pick out the chicken. I would have we... fed it to Frank. Oh, my God. He loves chicken But then so what about much. Nicole? You would have left Nicole. I would have said, Nicole, you'll be the fifth wheel if you come. <laughs> so, and then Nicole being her, she'd be like, yeah, you're probably right. Everyone hates me. No. I mean, I'm yes. nicer to Nicole, to Nicole than I am to you. Yeah, I've come to realize. Yes, because that's the uh, you have met Nicole. I mean, not met Nicole. You have been around Nicole just a handful of times. If you were as mean to, I mean, she would actually kind of like it if you were treated her as you treat me. No, I'm very mean to you. No, you're not. So mean. Maybe I just everyone's mean to me. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, you're as you're as equal as everyone else. <laughs> You're as mean as everyone else, so it's fine. Oh, James. TC's very mean to me. Nicole is. <laughs> but I, I'm just like, yeah, man, we're, we're best friends. We razz each other. <laughs> My friends, Tyler and Gabby, I went over to their house for dinner. Technically not their house. His brother, By Jeremy's. Uh, Without Nicole? Nicole wasn't there that time, but had come over again because Nicole wasn't really in that friend group and we had kind of just started dating-ish. But I go over there and I forgot what Tyler did to Gabby. They've been together since high school and just kind of does something mean. And then Gabby's like, the fuck was that? And he's like, we're in love. We razz each other. It's what we do. And I told Nicole that. So it's now a constant running joke of it's what we do. You got to razz someone if you love them. All right. Well, you heard it here, folks. But razz don't, them. Don't razz it. Kill them. That means you give them a murder potion, EP, and then all of a sudden you're dead. Demoness of the Southwest. What was that again? Uh, also, I <laughs> I don't make these references for really anyone. It's just because it's stream of consciousness, baby. Razzikel is a, a horrorcore rapper. And her... Uh, okay first ep was called murder potion murder potion uh, that's just called poison or venom which oh. one <laughs> someone asked me amy oh my god uh asked me what my favorite moments in pot uh, the all the podcasts have been and <laughs> oh, you're like poison venom yes poison venom the sensual sexual the all of that stuff <laughs> that has been us <laughs> and uh, the cold brew stuff because it came up on last week's no. it came up on last week's oh mostly speaking sometime Making me want to murder you. And Nicole was also very angry at it. I was like, you know, you cold brew some Kool-Aid and she just screams in the (laughs) mic. That's just Kool-Aid. That's just, you're making (laughs) Kool-Aid. You're just making Kool-Aid with coffee. And I was like, no, Nicole, it's Kool-Aid first. 
and then you drop a cold brew packet in it, leave it soaking for 48 hours, and then you got some cold brew Kool-Aid. That would be cold brew Kool-Aid. That'd be weird. Um, Because you are putting a cold brew packet in there and letting it cold brew. Yeah. That's all the stuff I've been saying. That's what you do. No, there was one of them that you were not saying that. And I was like, that is not what that is, James. That's what I've always been intending it to be. You do. Well, there was one that you were not saying that at all. (laughs) Yeah. Screaming. You take eggnog and then you put a cold brew packet in it. Then you put it in the fridge and let it soak for 48 hours. That's what I want to do for all of these videos. Oh, my God. It's just like, will Coca-Cola taste good if you cold brew it? (laughs) I feel like you're also using cold brew as like a verb that it's not. It's what you do. Oh, my God. Cold brew is something you do. It's a verb, baby. Oh, that's you're infusing is what it is. We've also had. But I can't just say like, this is the the infused channel. No, it needs to be like, hey, we're cold brewing shit over here. And once you drink this, you gonna be having some cold brew shit. See, what I heard was that you were making eggnog and you were saying that making eggnog was being the cold brew. And I'm like, no, no. that is not how that works, James. No, no, just But also, I mean, even beverage. that's not really how that works either. You're you're still infusing, you're infusing it with coffee. Here's one via thing cold brewing. that I really want to do. Take some creamer. And then, like, a big thing of creamer. Oh, my God. And then put Shut cold up. brew Shut in up. there. Shut up. And then you're like, holy shit, James, you cut out the middleman. The coffee. Yeah. <laughs> no one wants the coffee. <laughs> so then you can just drink the creamer and it has cold brew in it. Coffee. It, yes. With coffee in it. And it's good. I mean, I don't know if it's good. I will. It, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to make this a YouTube channel. <laughs> and it will be a smash hit. I'm talking... 3,000 views. That's a smash? Uh, For me, it is. (laughs) I've been rapping for 14 years, and you go on my SoundCloud, and it's like, you have like a total 17,000 plays. And I'm like, yeah, but that's since SoundCloud has been around, which is a very long time. Uh, For however many years you've been rapping. I know you just said the number, but I immediately forgot it every time you mention rapping and put numbers there they're all gone 14 that's how long i've been rapping it's already gone don't i legit don't remember what you just said yeah april april 6 2006 is when i put my first song now, up on myspace 2006 i would know that just because that's when this movie came out Cheer! the movie adam and steve it's also when I went to high school. That's when I started high school, too. Yeah. Class that's, of 2010. That's when I lost my virginity. Our 10-year reunion is coming up. Oh, boy. I'm not going. Oh, boy. I could go and be like, I'm successful. You could. Ah! You're a manager? <laughs> I'm a manager. I've been manager at two different companies. You're a house sitter? Oh, my God. At the theater? Oh, my God. Chia, dabbing, dabbing. I've performed multiple times in Chicago. Chia. Big deal. Performed in New York. Whoa, really? Yeah. You performed in Memphis, Tennessee? Yes. I've performed. <laughs> That's where I I'm have from. performed in Memphis, Tennessee. But yes. in, on the college circuit? Not, well, not really. Oh, you didn't perform at college? I mean, I did, but I, okay. So when you said that, I immediately thought of like, so in theater, there's this thing that you do where you audition at a big like audition thing. It's like a big cattle call. 
bunch of people go in with numbers and they all audition and all that. Like ne- uh, the ne- Nefta, Nef. They talked about it on uh, yeah. w- whenever you're ready. Yeah, stuff like that. Uh, oh, I, I hit a mic stand. Theirs are different than what mine mine was because mine because it goes by like region. Yeah. Uh, so you audition for those and then you move on to another thing audition and that's how you get like regional gigs and you go out and you perform at like different regional theaters and you're part of the company for the summer and summer stock and stuff like that. So okay. And I did not do that. All right, you performed possibly in Hawaii. I did not perform in Hawaii. I didn't audition for anything in Hawaii. But you can tell those friggin' <laughs> people back home rested. you lived there. I did live there for a minute. Just one minute? One minute. I I landed. I stood in Honolulu, and then I got back on the plane and left. You quickly registered citizenship there. <laughs> I was and then like, flew one back. minute lived, done, bye. What if you? What if someone were just alive for one minute, and then they were undead, a little undead baby? Those are creepy. They're always creepy in everything that ever does undead babies. Okay, what does this have to do with Adam and Steve? Let's go through it. Okay, guys, Adam (laughs) and Steve. It's actually a a very easy, just the beginning is what we need to give a summary for, and then the rest follow the beats of a normal romantic comic. Um, A romantic comedy. You messed me up by saying Uh, (laughs) rom-com. How am I still messing you up, James? I don't know, guys. Mess me up. You mess me up. You mess me up. You know No Bunny? He's from your neck of the woods, I think. The movie, James. Okay, guys, the, the movie. movie. Jinx. Now I can talk about whatever I want. Corwin can't talk. I <laughs> do not abide by the rules of Jinx, James. What about the bye-bye, mommy? That Jinx? Silence, okay. silver one. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's from the movie. So <laughs> the movie begins in 1987 where the drugs are flowing and the clubs, people is going. They're in New York City. It's a time when there were porno theaters in Times Square. Uh-oh, there's also cocaine. Why are you giving a description like this? You because... When oh my god, New York is the character too. We're not going into <laughs> filmography uh, setting as a character. Blah 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 blah. Okay, let's every movie that takes place in New York. One when it shows the actors, New one of the York. actors should also be New York playing New York. So <laughs> it's just an extra that's in every single scene. Yeah. And he's got on like uh, one of the shirts that you can get from the vendors on the corner. Uh, that has like the spray painted on like New York thing, and he's wearing like just a bunch of a bunch of like New York memorabilia that you can buy from any bodega or street corner person. I want one that says "I Statue of Liberty, New York." Yeah, so yeah. that's New York. There's this goth couple. It's just a couple of goths, I should say. They come in. One's Parker Posey. One is Andy the, Darling. Parker Posey. One's the writer and director of the movie, or it's the other guy. I'm not sure. They come in and they're like, "Oh man, this isn't goth night. This is disco night." And then there's a man on stage and he's covered in glitter. You better believe my skin crawled seeing that. It also was like you know a fruit roll up. This is how I hope they put the the glitter on. It's like a fruit roll-up bodysuit where, like, you peel it off, like, cellophane, and then you, like, apply it to yourself so then you can easily take it off. It's not like you put glitter on. It's just 
fruit roll-up clear glitter. I can guarantee that's not what that was, James. Dang it, like resin nope. bodysuit nope. with glitter inside. So nope. he's dancing and they're like, oh, fuck, man, he's so hot. So they go up and he's like, hey. Awkward, throwing drinks and shit. Sorry about my friend who is mean to you. You guys want to do some cocaine? And then they do cocaine. And then Parker Posey's character is like, oh, that's great coke that we did for the first time. But I think it has baby laxatives in it because it gave me the Hershey squirts. That's how you know this is in 2000s. And Parky Parky Posey. Parky Posey. (laughs) Parker Posey's character is fat at this moment. And that is a thing with her character. And then... She's like, oh, you you go. I'm going to leave. So they're just doing a bunch of cocaine. They go back to Goth's house. They watch the sunset oh, yeah. on, or sunrise. They watch the sun on the Brooklyn Bridge. And did you know there are like 24 bridges to Manhattan? There's a movie called like 24 Bridges. They then go back to his house and they're like, just like, oh man, let's make out hardcore, quick drama, grah. And then the guy gets naked and he's singing sounds of music and he's like, oh yeah, check out my muscles. This one's called a bicep. This one's a lat. Oh, and these are pecs. And then he's like, Hah! and they've all been doing a bunch of cocaine. Laced with baby laxatives. So of course, called it. He just... A fountain of diarrhea comes out of him. And he's like, I walked away at this point. Yes. So I didn't have to watch that. And he's like, Oh no. And then runs out of the room. And then Goth guy is sitting there, and his dog, who's a puppy, comes up and he's like, Arf, arf. And uh, Goth guy also throws up. Yeah. I was also absent for that part. And he goes, Puppy, don't look. Is the dog's name Puppy? Bert. Oh, yeah. Why? I thought it was just named Puppy. Jesus. Well, yeah, you can call a dog puppy. Yeah. I call Frank a... I'm saying Jesus because he they had a whole segment about him being Bert. And yeah. he just completely... I forgot that. Uh, oh, happy birthday. I thought she was just being weird. <laughs> the dog has a birthday and Parker Posey calls and says, happy. I want to wish a happy birthday. Like how I say happy Smurf day and I'll send my friends. Oh my God. A, a, like rule 34 of sexy Papa Smurf. James, I like getting you to describe the movies specifically so that I can see what in the movie you completely <laughs> missed or misunderstood. I said misunderstood. Misunderstood. Like what completely went over your head. So it's wonderful. Then this is also an irreverent comedy that. It's weird tonally because it is grounded very in reality. So it seems like a normal rom-com, but then just specific times during this movie, something very irreverent and absurd happens. And it's just weird tonally. We'll get into that more. But he leaves. Flash forward 17 years later. It's 2006. I think the Twin Towers are donezo. They're not there anymore. Oh, Spider-Man movie poster. Then they had to airbrush, like they had I know. To, okay. Uh, <laughs> hey, guys, I'm not explaining it. it. You better look it up and check it twice. Naughty or nice. And speaking of naughty and nice, that's what this movie is. It's a combo of both. Then they meet up because he's cutting salami in his bed and he <laughs> stabs he's his gonna, dog. He has some bed bedroom salami. Yes. We've all been there. 
We've all done that. Especially if you're in a studio apartment, the entire thing's a bedroom. Yeah. So the knife slips and he stabs his dog. And then he runs to, it seems like it's going to be a vet. We don't know. But then he breaks in and he says, someone help me. My dog is stabbed. And then it's a normal human hospital. And they're like, yeah, you can't be here. And he's like why can't you you have the meters and he has lungs and blood fix my dog and And a heart and brain then someone calls another person and says like someone picks up and goes hey we've got another dog stabber here (laughs) (laughs) and one of the funniest things in the movie so uh i feel bad for the dog uh because the dog got stabbed yes but the dog is perfectly fine which is why we can laugh at it so but yeah, another dog stabber. Jesus Christ. And this doctor ends up being the dude who shit on the floor. And, but they don't know that. And then it's a rom-com, irreverent. And then we'll get into notes. And they marry in the end. Spoilers. Not a lot of representation. Uh, in, in their wedding party there, you know, like the wedding reception there is. The wedding shot. And that's that's it. <laughs> they have a, They have a dog. Oh my God, James. That's representation for no. other animals. No. If the dog could talk, you would say, yes, we need more talking dog actors. Like, really, if dogs could talk, you'd be like, yeah, we should get more dogs in roles. God, I wish animals could talk. If Frank could talk, it'd be the best daily podcasts because him and I, we'd be chatting it up. The mic would have to be so low for him, though. He's just a little boy. Old man, though. Oh, man. He'd be sitting down with his little gut hanging out. What are your notes? Greener Grass. This is another movie Nicole and I watched, which was an irreverent comedy. If you have Hulu, go watch Greener Grass. It is so good. Nicole and I, there's a specific scene in there that we had to stand up so we could continue laughing and not hurt ourselves. Very good. A great irreverent comedy. There was something that... What movie had the last time that me, you, and Nicole were watching that we were just laughing? We couldn't focus on anything. I, I don't d- remember. Yeah, I don't know. Damn. There's only been a few that Nicole's been in the room, but the room, but, but I don't know. Roomba. But so speaking on irreverent comedies, this one, it maybe it's because it was like 2006. So like jokes weren't as quick paced. It's not like Tim and Eric had come along or Eric Andre where it's just like constant speed of sound type jokes. But that's what I was expecting. Like when you get an irreverent comedy, it's like, well, if it's funny, just throw it in. It doesn't matter. You know, like Airplane or Wet Hot American Summer, they came together. Those kind of just like jokes per minute movies. There is a story to drive the thing but the story kind of takes a second place to just like the goofs kind of like ninja turtles 2 baby and this movie was just weird in the tone and how it felt because you get these very serious moments of them like loving each other but then it's juxt juxtaposed i know how to say this word (laughs) juxtaposed by them going to his family's house and they all have a curse on them of bad luck. Hilarious. And which they're the one of the funniest jokes, which I wish this were more jokes like this. That's what I was expecting from this, especially how the trailer made this. They go to the Bernstein household and the mom who is who is in the mom 
Freddie got fingered. And the daughter, his sister. Kristen Shaw. And is right by Kristen Shaw. The mom goes, hey, who wants coffee? Then the coffee mug or coffee pot <laughs> immediately crashes. And she instantly just says, shatters. We're all out of coffee. <laughs> It shatters all over Kristen Shaw's character and burns her. And she just goes, we're out of coffee and walks away. Beautiful moment. Or when when they walk in and the I think the light fixture just falls yeah. and shatters over the mom's head. And she's like, darn, we replaced that last week. It's being built up that they have a, a curse. curse. And the other man is like, there's no such thing as bad luck. There's no bad luck. And then... Built up and he's like, okay, fine. There's no such thing as bad luck. Goes in and immediately that happens. <laughs> they're just sitting for dinner and a mirror falls and shatters. And they're like, well, that's another seven years. And she says, I thought that one was shatterproof. Just don't have, just, just buy sheets of silver. That's what you should do. That's expensive, James. Just buy cheap tin. Okay. Tin also reflects. Or a CD. Uh, build yourself a CD wall. Get a digital camera, guys. Get a camera. Get um, get some gold uh, sheeting and just like, you know, polish that out and like, you know, gild your walls. Yeah. Guys, get some copper and buff that too. Just buff all the precious metals. Oh my God. A find a bald-headed man. Shine his head real good. Ask permission first. And if he says no, still oh, do it oh, anyway. No, 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 no. Get an entire wall of water. Just like a whole oh. wall of water. Because water's reflective. You yeah. Know? Yeah. There we go. Water wall, guys. Water walls. So. <laughs> Amazon has. Amazon water walls. It's, it's uh, fine. Amazon has very weird subtitles. They were all wrong. Yes. And one of our favorite is someone said Bella Lugosi. And it was spelled <laughs> Bella the Ghost I, C. I thought she said Bella the Ghost. I did not hear Bella Lugosi. I maybe were but I also have no idea who Bella Lugosi is. So he was if, vampire. He was Dracula and the Nosferatu, I think. Oh. Well, great. Beautiful reference. And then this was just a one of the executive producers' name was Kermit John. And then I, I like, it, this is the note. Kermit John dot dot dot. Kermit is a real name? <laughs> yes. Like people have the name Kermit? Yes. Before the frog. I think so. Because I think that's where the frog's name came from. I just thought, hey, it's a cool, like, like, hey, he's Kermit the Frog here. You know, Grover's a real name, too. Grover? Yeah. Oh, I. it's a last name, right? But it's also a first? Yeah, my uncle's first name was Grover. Oh, dang. You got an aunt named Kermit? Yeah. Don't make fun of Aunt Kermit, James. What else? What else do we have? 17 years ago, the goth guy it goes out to a very funny scene of where the smokers are outside. And it's just like they're bellowing fog into his face. It's very funny. But there's this... Uh, Twink. Like, okay. I uh, Thank you for saying that. I was just going his, to say like a young gayman. His character... <laughs> a young gayman. A young gayman wrote a lot of books. Uh, he... Um, yeah, what's up? Yeah, his character name in I, on IMDb is just Twink. Oh, okay. I still feel like I shouldn't say that. 
Uh, it's not a slur. But oh, oh, but it just—it's the hard consonants in the <laughs> like. It's book ended with hard consonants, so it just sounds mean to say. Uh, it's not okay. Uh, I still don't want to say it. Uh, say it. No. Oh my god. So this guy is analyzing him of like, oh, this is why you're the way you are, and. He goes, can someone tweet us if they're afraid to say the word twink? Please, please tweet us. Specifically like like straight people, if you're afraid (laughs) to also say this word. I just feel like you're going to like... Even gay people, if any anybody, if anybody's afraid to say the word twink, please tweet at me and tell me why. TC is constantly trying to get me to say slurs on what the hell mouth. And I'm like, ones that I like don't know... And oh, no. and I'm like, okay, that sounds bad, so I'm not going to say it. And luckily, like, Anissa will be there. And TC, as TC is saying, oh, it's fine to say. Anissa says, yeah, you should not say that. <laughs> well, I would not steer you wrong in that situation, James. Well, we know you're very mean to me, so... Uh... Uh, I still don't make you say slurs. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. You wouldn't have me do that. So that looks guy, bad on me. This guy is analyzing him, and goth guy says, do you know you just said that out loud? And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be an actor. So I'm I like, observe people. I'm very good at absorbing and figuring people out. Flash- the twink was right. The twink was 100% right oh, yeah. on the twink also did that to the other to Steve. Seventeen uh, years later, looking exactly the no, same. No, that was both of those were seventeen years later. No, one was in the club. In the club, he wasn't goth anymore. Oh yeah, you're right. Jesus oh, Christ. I thought he did that. You th- thought he stayed at Twink for <laughs> yes. seventeen years? I was like, yeah, it's an irreverent comedy. Why wouldn't they do that? <laughs> no, he. You're right. It yeah, was the same year because he was sober in. Yeah, okay, yep, this makes sense. I apologize. Went over James's head. So the twink does the same thing to Steve and basically describes their entire like trauma and lives and what they're doing and what their holdups are and what issues they're going to have going into their relationship. Chia! Uh, the puppies, who I guess was named Bert, I put Bert, puppy with cake frosting. Uh, he eats a whole cake because it's his birthday. And I wrote a note during that because we see Adam making the cake. And the first thing he does, he's got the little hand mixer that you crank and like mixes up some flour. So like, okay. And then he takes an egg and he cracks it on the side of the bowl. And of course, the egg goes everywhere. Listeners, don't crack your eggs on the bowl. Just don't do it. Just crack it on the counter. You don't want to crack it on that hard surface like right there on that corner on a bowl. Do you know why, James? Why? Because you have a chance of breaking the egg and the yolk and all of that, so you're going to make a big mess. But also, because when you do it like that, it forces the shell into the egg, so you're more likely going to get shell into your uh, baked good. So just uh, crack it on the counter, somewhere flat. Okay, can I crack it on a, a cutting board? Yeah, as long as it's flat. Can I s- just smash it in there? I'm going to crack it on your head, James. Oh, I got egg on my face. Yeah, you do. Then there's a commercial which I thought was very funny about 9-11 commemorative plates with chips from Ground Zero made Ceramic into the chips from yeah. Ground Zero. And then it comes up later. Uh, the Steve's mom who from Texas 
his parents from Texas come up and they buy one of the commemorative plates that they saw for sale in the airport. Hey, look at what we got. It has chips baked in. The funniest gag to me was the one where Adam does not want to have PDA, doesn't want to display affection in public with Steve because he says every single time I do, some guy from Jersey throws a beer bottle at me or someone from Jersey throws a beer bottle at me. And then we're like, oh, that's funny. That's going to happen. And then it, it happens multiple times. And just one And they montage. do like a montage. And they just, every time in public they do something, well, almost every time, he just gets beer bottles pelted at him. And one of the scenes was aggressive. Many bottles. Many bottles. Never at Steve. Just Adam. That's the Bernstein curse. It is. But that's also real talk. Like, it's hard to do PDA sometimes especially if you're a queer individual. And I am always very happy when I see queer people doing something like holding hands or kissing in public or anything like that. I, It warms my heart a bit because I grew up in like the Bible Belt and all of that. So it there's sort of a stigma there with PDA in general, but also like queer on top of that is another stigma. So PDA is very hard for me. Um, so I've definitely had relationships and stuff in the past where they've like wanted to hold my hand and I'm like, I'm not really comfortable with that. Yeah. So, yeah, real talk. That's it. I'm not going to, like... Joke on that? Yeah, no. Thank you. Thanks for not joking about my... I mean, I wasn't going to be joking about that. I was going to, like, say, like, well, Nicole and I do PDA like this, but we can't because (laughs) she doesn't know how to get a piggyback ride. Okay. Nicole doesn't know how to get a piggyback ride. I would not trust you to hold me during a piggyback ride. no. Nicole, you know how people sit on a tauntaun? Yeah. That's how Nicole does a piggyback. Like, like, <laughs> lay, like, s- guys, please just Google Luke on tauntaun. That is for real how Nicole does a piggyback. It's not like chest to back. She <laughs> she wants to ride you like a horse. Yeah. Like, like as if there's a seat. <laughs> on my back, like extended outward, uh, she's kind of like sitting, and I'm like, dude, I can't. Uh, I just topple over. <laughs> I fall backwards because you have to lean forward to get your center of gravity yeah. lower. Oh, hilarious! And then I think Nicole has made jokes of like, well, I didn't have a good dad to give me piggyback rides, <laughs> so unfortunately, never uh, learned how to do that. <laughs> Okay, I'm glad we I'm glad we circled back around to uh beautiful. <laughs> I would love to give Nicole piggybacks everywhere, but it's literally impossible. Uh, it's just my imagination is killing me right now. Um you need to get swole, James. Swole enough to hold Nicole vertical or horizontal on your back. I just have to Pull her forward. Yeah, pull her forward. <laughs> but then she also doesn't get like to like kind of wrap your legs around or at least like pinch your legs into like the person's side. She she just like kind of goes dead then. <laughs> That's okay. Have her give you a piggyback ride. No, Nicole's back is half metal, so Oh, don't uh, do that. Yeah, no. She would uh she would break. Maybe that's why she also rides you like a tauntaun because it's more it's comfortable. More comfortable. Yeah. Guys out there, 
If your lady ain't riding you like a ton ton. <laughs> guys too, guys out there. If your guy ain't riding you like a ton ton. Ooh. Ladies out there, if your lady ain't riding you like a ton ton. Sucks to suck. People out there, if your loved one's not riding you like a ton ton. There we go. We horses got everybody out there. No, if, James. If uh, we're talking about people. Horses can be people too. No. I've seen some long-faced people. They're no, looking James. like a horse. James, that's rude. I know. Oh, what about centaurs? They're people too. Centaurs are centaurs. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. And we should not speak of them. Centaurmon. You like that, Digimon? He's cool. Anyway, the twink was right. Uh, the other thing I have is I just wrote Indy Darling Parker Posey uh, like three times. Oh, Indy Darling Parker Posey. She's in the, if you are unaware of who Parker Posey is, um, if you've seen uh, Netflix's Lost in Space, she's the so-called bad guy uh, in that. That's the most big thing. She, she's done a lot of stuff. I've heard of pockets full of posies, but films full of posies? Films full of posies. Yeah, she's been... You probably have seen her in something. Oh, she's yeah, I know. So yeah. She's one of those people that's been in a lot of stuff, um, but she's also been in a lot of indie movies. Uh, their take you to dinner scene I thought was very funny uh, because they... Adam was like, oh, I want to take you to dinner. And Steve's like, no, 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 no. And then Steve's like, I want to take you to dinner. And Adam's like, no, no, no. Um, but eventually they work it out and they go to dinner together and, and in love. And then during this dinner scene, we realize that goth one hasn't had sex in a long time. And then disco one has a bunch of sex. But he's like, oh, when's the last time you did have sex? And he was like, well, I invited this phone, phone sex, sex operator. operator over and he lied. And then the lies. He lied. He didn't look like what he said he did. And the lies just keep building up and up and up. And then he's like, and I told him that after we had sex. That he shouldn't be lying about that. <laughs> uh, he still had sex. So, you know. I just have um, two notes. And then I have silence silver one. Oh, yeah. Um, because Parker Posey breaks into their AA meeting and like yells that <laughs> towards <laughs> at, an older woman, at the moderator. And yeah, I, I just need that that energy in my life. Silence, silver one. Hey, guys, this is my third time trying to get this bit out. Uh, we should use silent silver one as silence. OK Boomer silver one. Yeah. Because, you Sounds know, they, like a video game. they start getting them salt and pepper hair, them boomers and silent silvers. Silver one. I also was going to say silent sulfur one because silver surfer. It's but just... then also you said sulfur one, like they eat a lot of eggs, yeah. they got a lot of sulfur. Ugh. Ew. Cows are ruining our ozone, guys. So are old people. Are they? Them CEOs. Okay, okay. Some CEOs are young. Look at Mark Zuckerberg. They ruin it. More like Mark fucker nerd. Jesus Christ, <laughs> James. He's a nerd. He's a baby who is also an asshole. That was my other That's note. That's my last note. Uh, they said that about Disco Guy a lot. <laughs> Parker Posey's character said it because, and then Adam said it because they're, they're, they're both best friends. So, of course, they have each other's speech habits. And then when they're on the bridge and Steve is about to propose. Steve is about to propose. Adam says, oh, I haven't been on this bridge and looked at 
you know, this setting sense insert story of them when meeting they met in the eighties time. And, and then, then that's when they realize, or that's when Steve realizes that they know each other already. And then Adam doesn't re- learn until later after Parker Posey seduces Steve's roommate and is like, tell me, tell me what you know. Tell me, you know, you want to tell me. It was great. It was great. Just great. Feminine wild. Great close up right on her face just her speaking directly to the camera to your soul and in this scene as adam is, no steve is running away after like oh, I, I, oh god oh, oh my god. god is this the first movie we've watched where where someone has made a revelation and then run just completely run maybe booked it Beautiful. But he doesn't run and book it. He starts running and sees a kid on the bridge (laughs) biking past him. And he just lifts this kid out of the seat of the bike, gets on the bike himself, Grand Theft Auto style, and just books it away. Grand Theft Bike. Yeah. Grand Theft Cycle. (laughs) Okay. Because, you know, it's two two synonyms, syllables. And that's the movie. Yeah. Would you recommend this movie, James? Yeah, I would. I think it's, they could have like cut a, it just, there were a lot of awkward moments or it's just like from long 2006. cuts. Yeah. So if you are aware of that, no, it's from 2006. Yeah. And it definitely could have used more representation, all of that fun stuff oh, that is also, necessary in life. Uh, Steve's best friend is played by Chris Kattan. It's weird how we didn't bring that up. Yeah, and we have got Chris Kattan and Kristen Shaw. Oh, yeah. Um, And we're like, oh, those are people we recognize. And I feel like the mom was from... Oh, you already Yeah, mentioned. from Freddy Got Fingered. Yeah, I would recommend it for what it is. If you want to watch something dumb. So yeah, that's that's it. And uh, my recommend, uh, my uh, plugs and all that, uh, follow my theater company, Sawbox Theater Collective, on Instagram and Facebook and all that fun stuff. Follow me on all of those as well, at Core Winning and Twitter. Twitter, yes. And then our podcast, at This Movie's Gay, on both of those things. Hey guys, go over to MLMPod.com to find out more information about Mostly Speaking Sentai, This Movie's Gay, What the Hellmouth, and Hit It and Crit It. Those are the podcasts I do, and we've got some news coming up soon. Actually, we announced it. Nicole and I are doing a Nicolas Cage podcast. We're watching every single Nicolas Cage movie. It's just going to be Nicole and I chatting and goofing. No guests, baby. Unless like one of our friends is like, I love this specific Nicolas Cage movie. I love The Rock. Like, do you love it extremely? <laughs> I've watched that movie so many times. Okay. I don't know what I love about it, but <laughs> growing up, I loved that movie. Okay, we might we'll get you on. That's we'll see you in about a year but and also, a half. Like, also, the one where they steal the Declaration of Independence, National Na- Treasure, National. I was gonna say American Treasure, and I was like, that's not right. So I'm just gonna describe the movie. That one is also incredible, and the best friend in that best friend the guy not Nicolas Cage but the other guy he was in a gay TV show called The New Normal uh, that had uh, Andrew Reynolds in it yeah and you've talked about that show on this podcast before possibly so you must I, love it or you just in regular I, I also love that those are the only two Nicolas Cage movies that I will absolutely watch over and over again okay 
But yeah, we'll have more information on that in future dates. Go to mlmpod.com forward slash donate if you'd like to be generous and donate to us to keep this podcast thing rolling. We're going to need money to update our domain and our website to get that for another year. So please, if you can... Thank you, but soon we will have a way, a Patreon way, for you to support us if you would like to every month. And please go over to YouTube, subscribe to Mostly Speak and Sentai. I'm streaming quite often now. It's fun. We also have Let's Play videos of me playing video games with friends every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. It's good. Get in the chat when I'm I'm streaming live and talk to me. Rudy, Amy, and It Takes Two to Toku almost convinced me to to masturbate to completion on the stream. No. And then then I was like, guys, there are currently five people watching. That's a, like, we need at least a hundred people. Like, it's a celebration. And I would have needed to change games. I would have needed to go over to Monster Rancher Hopabout. So if you ever see me say like, hey, I'm streaming Monster Rancher Hopabout, you better assume that I'm probably going to jack off on the live stream. It's also very weird because I see Rudy every single week and for him to be like, yeah, I want to hear you jack it. I'm like, yeah, I just feel <laughs> weird for you to then come over and be like, hey, loved this stream. And I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> we I, we we got out of hand on that one. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's a no from me, dog. So, guys, if you're listening, tell a friend. So, once we get to a hundred, maybe a thousand, that should actually be. If we had a thousand people watching at once, you better believe my pants are dropping and my hands going from the D pad all the way to the D pad. Am I right? I've been James. I've been Corwin. See you in class, bitch sticks. Yeah. Bitch sticks. That's year Bye. two, guys. Bye. Bitch sticks. You called yourself Daddy! This has been a Marshland Media production, produced by James McCullum. For more content, please visit mlmpod.com. To support our network and have access to exclusive podcasts, head over to patreon.com forward slash mlmpod and sign up today.